Hello and welcome to the Healthcare Leadership Excellence Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Easter. I'm an executive coach and a strong advocate of superior leadership. On this podcast, we explore the essence of leadership through interviews and dialogue and provide you with tangible steps you can take to improve your leadership performance. As a best-selling author, John Maxwell says, leadership is about one life influencing another. The stories, experiences, and wisdom you hear throughout each episode will inspire you to step up, lead, and influence those around you. I'd like to welcome you to this episode of the Healthcare Leadership Excellence Podcast. Again, we have the pleasure of having Maz Antolin, our Director of Outreach for the Coaching Group, to be with us today. And we're going to be talking about inspired accountability. So Maz, what are we talking about today in more detail? Hi, Carl, and hi, everyone. Recently, Carl has written this leadership writing entitled entitled Inspired to Another, a Different Level. Carl, would you dig into that? What made you write that? What inspired you to have that beautiful piece shared with us? Absolutely. I was sitting in our son's home down in American Fork, Utah. And we have a young grandson, seven years old. His name is Jack, who is the first grandchild to go down the path of piano lessons. And we went through this with our four children. And piano lessons initially can be quite painful because there's no flow to it. It's notes hammered out. And they're usually notes hammered out much against the will of the young child. And Jack's a great little guy, and he was not exactly an enthusiastic piano player. So Emma, our youngest daughter, she's 28, was sitting down at their baby grand piano and playing some beautiful music. And Jack wandered up and asked if he could play along with her. Well, that's he's not quite understanding that there's a different level. But... Emma took the time to show him the notes from his basic playing because he's not using either the bass or treble clef yet. So they're just notes on a page. She showed him the notes on this score of music. And I don't even remember what the music was, but she helped him identify the notes he knew in a much more complicated score and then showed him timing and rhythm and the beats that each note should have she started playing the upper chords and then would prompt him where to play in on his notes which were on the bass clef and it took a while but pretty soon he was playing right along with her what's impressive here maz is that since that time when this was in late march In the ensuing six weeks, we've not had to ask him to play anymore because he does it on his own. Because that was such a fun experience playing with his Aunt Emma and really making music. It wasn't where she was putting up with him. He was truly participating. And since then, he just the other day, he FaceTimed me and said, you know, "I, I want to play my new pieces for you. And it's direct cause and effect. He saw what he could do. It raised his level. 
and now accountability, he owns it. He loves his piano lessons. He loves to go because he saw a higher, higher level. That's what inspired the piece. Thank you for that. That's so great. To all our listeners, we will be putting that leadership writing on the show notes. So if you're interested to also reading that piece, please go ahead and download that. Um, so this is all about inspired inspired accountability. And I, I read um, a quote from the book um, Impact Players by Liz Wiseman. And one of the quotes there says that... Um, People follow, um, great following means people follow by choice and not by, not because of responsibility. And from that example, I feel like Jack came over to Emma not because he felt obligated, but because he heard the beautiful music. Emma basically sets a perfect example for Jack that he would want to join and follow her. So, what is the role of leaders in setting that beautiful music setting that example so that people are not obligated to be accountable or follow but they're inspired and by choice they follow boy it's hard to add to that because you've just summed it up so perfectly um i hadn't thought about that um so to take that analogy just a step further, um, you can't inspire someone from a lower level. So that's why leaders have such an obligation to not be better than their followers. I'm not saying we're at a different level, but John Maxwell said, if you're at the same level as those you lead, you can't lead them. You've got to be above them in your perspective and your ability to see further. You have to be able to see further than those you lead or else them looking to you. If Emma had been at the piano making mistake after mistake, very basically, Jack would not have gone over to her and your point's very well made. So I think if we can think of ourselves, Emma's marvelous at the piano what are each of us marvelous at? And is it something that would motivate those we lead to want to follow us? Uh, what do we want them to be able to accomplish? And if we can't set that greater vision, um, they're not, they're not going to have the level of accountability that we want them to have. So that's a great point you make. I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now to a similar question, how can leaders inspire accountability in their team members without relying on that phrase, holding people accountable? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Um, that is one phrase that just absolutely bugs me. Um, holding people accountable is just, um, it's punitive, it's short term. And it's very hierarchical, none of which work in today's workforce. Um, it's certainly not sustainable. You can't retain people that are always feeling micromanaged so that they know, so that an accountability is maintained. That just will not work. So I have to have the ability to connect the dots for people 
so that they know that their task is not just checking off a box, but it's actually pushing forward a really important agenda for them. I have to know them well enough and know my organization's position well enough to connect the two so that when they get out of bed in the morning, sit in front of their computer remote or jump on the train or car to come into work, that they know that that day they're going to improve something, that they're going to make someone, especially in healthcare, that they're going to make someone's life better, either by a prompt phone call giving it results of a um, some lab tests, to a biopsy report, to rooming someone into an exam room promptly and uh, cheerfully, to reading nonverbals of a patient that might be very tense in a non weird. I was just talking to a woman today who's a brilliant leader and she works with high tech and high tech executives and workers generally are not known as the most um, emotionally open people. And yet she can read a room in a heartbeat and bring up sensitive stuff. And so that helps people trust her and it helps them see her bigger vision. She is, she's been successful at several very high levels. So it's being able to connect what runs a person to what runs the organization and help them see how they're really furthering important things for them. What does it look like? What does inspired accountability look like in reality? Okay, another great question. It means that, so let's just step back a minute and let, uh, let me paint a picture. Um, it is people that, you can sense, Walt Disney had a great quote that said, people can feel excellence. And I love that quote. Um, it's what Will Gadara in his book, Unreasonable Hospitality, focuses on so much. People, and let's just use him for, as an example, in his restaurant. Um, it's tough to motivate people that are just clearing tables, setting tables, washing dishes, um, cleaning up the kitchen. That can get old pretty fast. But Gadara's point of view was that a restaurant is almost a, a sacred place for someone that if I'm having an anniversary, well, just, just a point. Um, just recently at my um, father's memorial service, afterwards, our whole family wanted to go out and eat. And we wanted to go to a place where, as maybe sappy as it sounds, that we felt special. And so we chose a place and we went there. We don't want a place that's junky. We don't want a place that's low, low key. We wanted some place that was nice. And Will mentioned that in his, um, his in his podcast interview a couple of weeks ago. And so we need to help people understand that their energy, their dedication to being 
accountable doesn't come from a boss. It comes from their own ownership of this is important. And if the boss never was there that day, they'd still do it because they knew the why behind their actions. So I guess that's if we can help our people understand why it's important they do things, that kicks in the accountability. And it's after that, it's self-motivating. Does that make sense? Yes, that is perfect. Thank you so much. And I like what you said about inspired accountability doesn't come from the boss or, or the leader. Actually, it's, it's the other way around. It's, it's from inside out. Exactly. You take ownership to your role. You don't wait until people tell you to do things. You have proactivity. You have initiative. How do you how how do leaders help their people have this ownership to the le- to a level where they have that initiative and in their small simple way they become leaders of their own? Who great question! I love that leaders of their own. Um, and again, back to this genius of a leader, Will Gadara. Um, he had one person that was over the beverages at his restaurant. And that was a time where uh, craft beers were just coming into existence. And they were missing. There was some requests for this, but the person that was in charge of their um, wine service knew nothing about beer and they were just, they were messing up on on a pretty big business opportunity. And so Will had this one employee that just absolutely was great at beer. He loved to drink it. He loved, he just loved it. And so Will pulled him aside and said, basically, we have this need. I know nothing about it. Will you run it for us? Here's your budget. Here's what it can produce. Just tell me what you need. It's yours. I'm sure this guy thought he died and gone to heaven because I like beer. I like everything about beer. And now at this prestigious restaurant, I'm in charge of it. And Will said he just absolutely dove in and he and he stayed there for years because he did so well at it. And I think it's important to note here, Will didn't have to push him. There's a thing in leadership. If you're pushing people, you're holding them accountable. If you're pulling people toward the vision you have, which he did when he sat down with this individual, he really drew a picture of what it would be like for people to come into this prestigious New York restaurant, 11 Madison Park, and say, I want this, and have someone be able to come out and say, this is what we offer, this is what's new, this is what's good. 
Will had to paint that picture for his employee. But once it was painted, he didn't have to keep painting it for him. He just had to keep providing him the steps for this employee to just keep hitting home run after home run. I love that example. Even though I don't drink, I love that example. <laughs> so to our listeners again, we will put that link to the book of Will Gadara in the show notes. His book is Unreasonable Hospitality. Marvelous, marvelous book. So uh, we are uh, um, at the end of our um, podcast here, but I wanted just to point out uh, amazing point that you made there about giving what they need. And it reminds me of Tom Peters 5. So we have to our listeners, um, this is Carl's term of Tom Peters 5. Tom Peters has this leadership maxim of hire great people, find out what they need, get it for them, get out of their way. Wait, that's a four. Carl, help me. It's, it's supposed to be five. <laughs> it's find great, the five are find great people. The one we're missing is hire them. So find great people, hire them, find out what they need, get it for them and get out of their way. All um, right. <laughs> and that is, it sounds simple. But many times the simple is the hardest to pull off. But if we as leaders can do that and realize that inspiring accountability is truly getting out of their way. You paint the picture, but if you've got good people, they only need it painted once. If you have updates, let them know. But truly get out of their way and let these talented people do their best. Just like Emma did with Jack. Jack has talents even at seven. She showed him where it fit. She let him play. And it was magic to watch. Beautiful. Carl, thank you so much for today's episode. Absolutely. And to our listeners, as always, we take very seriously the fact that you're spending time with us as we learn and hopefully as you learn. We appreciate your time and look forward to having you with us again on a future episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you found it valuable for the work that you do. If you did, please do us a favor of leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback is vital in helping us enhance our content and reach more listeners like you. Furthermore, if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share the link with them. And if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on LinkedIn or through our website at coachinggroupinc.com. Thank you again for listening. Until we meet again, keep learning and leading with excellence.